that that idea reflects onto Bucky as well. Like for him, it's not just a matter of of what he knows, but then it becomes like this really gray area of understanding what he actually values and what he doesn't value. Now that Cap's out of the picture, now that Steve's out of the picture, we get like this better idea of like really what he perceives and what he sees. Sometimes I think you like it. You always just stare like that. You get used to it. I'm James Bucky Barnes, and you're part of my efforts to make a man. Couldn't have done that earlier. I hate you. You're my friend. You're my mission. Hello, you beautiful people, and welcome to the Popcast Theory Podcast. This year has allowed us to consume even more pop culture from the comfort of our own homes. But sometimes we have to ask, what is it really all about? What are these characters' stories? How does that story influence their development? Most importantly, how does their story influence us? I'm your host, Tony Ramos, and along with my two co-hosts and best friends, Frasqui and Miko Lupan, we explore the journeys of these characters in recent and much older sources of pop culture and how they made an impact on our lives. Alright, so welcome to the Popcast TV Podcast. Again, we're going to be talking today about one of our favorite heroes from the Marvel Cinematic Universe, Bucky or the Winter Soldier. Uh, right now, I'm your host, Tony Ramos, with my co-hosts and best friends, uh, Miko Lokban and Frasqui. How are you doing, guys? Fras. Yeah. Doing good. You get what I mean? You, you know when you just wake up and it's like, yeah, I'm awake. That's, that's actually that's a vibe, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, 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 it's just like uh, the three-second pause, and then, yeah, <laughs> pause. I love it. How are you? How are uh, you, but, Miko? What's up? You know, just, uh, just another good day here in quarantine, you know, and just vibing, you know? Sorry, Fras, were you going to say something? <laughs> oh, I was just going to say right before... Right before heading to the podcast thing, I was just editing. So yeah, there's my there's my legit answer to how am I? That's it. That's good. Yeah, at least we all got our own projects to keep us busy. But yeah, uh, uh, somebody else who was you know vibing during a great calamity on themselves. Well, maybe not in the world, but in general, was uh you know was one of our favorite characters as I mentioned, uh, Bucky. So you know. Vibing. <laughs> He was vibing. Like there was a time where, like, I guess in hiding, you could say that's a sort of vibing. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we can jump right into his story. I guess the sort of overview. We're gonna be talking more about uh, Bucky as a character, how the different events in the MCU really impacted his character, his different relationships, and how you know uh, our, our different experiences in our own backgrounds like help us really appreciate the character and really you know how he's grown from. What, what we've seen in like uh, Captain America the First Avenger up until the point of the uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier TV series. So it, it's more about like seeing like his overall growth, how it has really been in like a backseat role. And you know, as I mentioned, I'm, I'm joined today by my two best friends uh, to just give like extra input in like how they really understand the character and you know the gravity of, of you know his, his development and how that can help us appreciate him and you know the MCU as a whole. So <clears throat> I guess to start, we can like really break down the sort of journey that he has, like into you know a few major categories. So obviously, we have the World War II portion, where you know that that really establishes his relationship with uh, Steve Rogers, Captain America, 
at the time. And you know, that, that you, it just really showcases the type of person that he is, which we will explore a little bit more later. And then afterwards, there's that entire period where he becomes the Winter Soldier, you know, uh, uh, an assassin and everything. Th th that's where the timeline kind of blurs in because uh, the impact of his actions as the Winter Soldier like always paid, pays dividends in like the different films. Like even though in the Winter Soldier he's freed at some point, uh, there's still in Civil War. That's the only point where he's actually you know locked in Wakanda for for treatment and everything. And then at a certain point, like. Uh, he's waking up in, in Infinity War and then he dies. <laughs> like He comes back and then he dies. And then Endgame comes back, of course, next film, five years later in, in the MCU timeline. And then, of course, we have uh, Captain America and the Winter Soldier. And yeah, so if we had to really focus, I guess, on some notable moments in, in the part, uh, in, in his journey, I, I think there's like that really big understanding of like his relationship with the different characters, namely Steve Rogers, namely Captain America. And, and how his supporting role as a supporting character is also manifested in who he is. Like, the only reason we actually have Captain America is because Bucky is a certain way. Like, the only reason why he's, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm with you, man, to the end of the line. It's because of Bucky. That's the only reason Captain America is that type of person. And he's able to, like, exude that to literally everyone else in the MCU, which we see in, like, Infinity War and in other movies where a bunch of the characters come together. And, yeah. Uh, in regards to that, like it, it was always uh, Bucky was like the bigger brother to, to Steve, which really encapsulated his character. And the roles were immediately reversed when he got captured and Steve ended up saving him. And afterwards, uh, like it, it kind of it, it kind of focuses on that direction because Steve knows the gravity of of Bucky's character more than the audience will ever know. Because for every film that follows, Bucky takes like sort of a backseat role, and he's more of uh, an object to further the plot, for lack, of, for lack of a better term, rather than an actual character, which, in my opinion, is is kind of a waste of, of what Bucky is, especially since we can never truly understand what what uh, what he meant to Steve, right, and how it impacted like the creation of Captain America, and that also like obviously pays dividends further on. And yeah, I kind of wanted to hear uh, your guys' opinions on um, how. The storyline really impacts uh, Bucky's character as a whole. It's like maybe, uh, perhaps maybe you want to go first. Oh dang! Um, big. I mean, with with Bucky's character, like like you said, um, he like with, without Bucky, I don't I don't think they'd really like. Be Captain America. Exactly. You get yeah. what I mean? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Bucky has always been that older sibling figure for Steve. And he's always um, been an example to what, what you know, to what Steve um, ends up growing to be. And and it, it shows, like, in, in the first Avenger with, with Bucky um, saving Steven and Ali, Bucky bringing... Steve along on on dates, um, Bucky uh, looking out for Steve, like in that scene where during during that montage where they're um, fighting off against the Nazis and Hydra. Yeah, um, you see like this this moment where where Steve is like scoping the area, and as he's about to get attacked by a Hydra by a Hydra agent, Bucky snipes him down. So you, you see that that. Bucky has always been 
in looking out for for those close to him and those he loves and it's that's that's you know brings us to to the tragedy of what Bucky ends up becoming right because like for for the first part of it Bucky's always looking out Bucky's always being an example Bucky's yeah. big brother kind being of being, a, being a big brother and and even and then he, you know uh he dies I'm I'm just straight up say that he dies in <laughs> yeah. the in the middle of the movie and we think that's it for Bucky and then we see what happens after in the sequel the winter soldier turns out Bucky's alive oh shit who the fuck's Bucky you know that that type of stuff and he's he's become uh, how do how do I say this he's become he's become an extreme version of what he of what he wanted to be he just wanted to be a soldier and then he ended up becoming a weapon instead as yeah. he as as you know as he turned into the winter soldier and then as the as his story goes on he you know he he, he his memories uh, recover and he tries to and he's he's scarred from from everything that happened because uh you know as as we go along it, it turns out that you know him being brainwashed doesn't mean that he he just blind you know blindly like killed a bunch of people like he he was in this sunken place mode where he's watching himself do all these horrific acts and you know all these all these murders and all these assassinations all that and and he's become the very thing that he you know that he probably like feared of becoming right you know he he became a soldier to 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 fight for his country and then now he's doing all these things which like makes him a target and a threat to 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 a lot of people and and you know as he as he tries to recover from that he he feels like he's not safe in his own mind he knows that there are like things like happening that he can't sleep to there there are things that he's still processing about the world that he's in now and then yeah he had to go through the whole wakanda magic express type shit right you know he had to yeah he had to go he had to go through that so to to make sure that maybe that he can probably not be cured of it but you know um he, he can heal from from whatever he's he's going through and then after that infinity war and then end game and then we have you know the show falcon and the winter soldier which show more about how bucky's been dealing with this how how bucky's been dealing with what it's like being post winter soldier you know how he's trying to recover and how he's trying to make amends with with the people that he's brought you know and that he's brought up you know the evil people that he's brought up and um and the people that he's trying to to you know um help heal if, if that makes any sense um but but yeah you see, you see how he tries to recover from it and you see how us really taking effect on him especially with the fact that that Steve is not in the picture anymore right you yeah. know Steve was Steve was the last thing in in Bucky's life that still gave him like a place to to be in this world and then Falcon and the Winter Soldiers straight up starts up with with Bucky being alone and not knowing 
where where to go with with the life that he has right now. So it's 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 a huge struggle seeing how that charming and charismatic soldier character that we saw in the first Avenger turn into this to this quiet loner who's who's struggling with with so much internal pain and it's it speaks a lot about how about how you know these these events can like really really change a person yeah yeah that's all yeah. i got so far and then like I think that's something interesting that you know, uh, Captain uh, Captain America, Falcon, and the Winter Soldier. It becomes that. <laughs> it becomes Captain America and yeah, the Winter yeah, Soldier. Yeah. But uh, you know what? What they did with the show is that it was actually finally a time to watch Bucky really process what it was like being the Winter Soldier. Because yeah, we we like in Captain America and the Winter Soldier, the movie. Uh, like we see him as the Winter Soldier, and then come Civil War, it's more about kind of like the fallout of what happens after all of that thing. But it wasn't really getting to see Bucky himself really process all of it. Like I, I, I guess I would put it that Winter Soldier established what the Winter Soldier did. Civil War was like the fallout slash punishment or consequences yeah, are are the consequences there of being the winter soldier and yeah. you know in in the show that's when we finally see you know as Frass was mentioning like all the trauma that he's had to go through like he what he wasn't asleep it's not like he doesn't remember everyone he's killed even though he was in a different mode when he was in uh in as the winter soldier and like we really see him have to carry that trauma throughout the show and I think it's also very hard for him because you know we, we it, you need to realize this guy was more or less asleep for like eighty years or something from since since like World War Two. He's he hasn't experienced like he doesn't know what it's like to just live in the world. And not only now does he have to just learn to live in the world, he also has to live in the world that he doesn't really know and i think he he says it perfectly in the show how uh he just woke up from one war to another and yeah you know when he was on that wakanda and magic express to, yeah. to help get the the programming out of his brain and everything that he found peace there the thing was you know infinity war happened and you know that and he died, and an end game happened. <laughs> like there was really no time for him to really rest in the world, and not just at in Wakanda. And I think that's what, something great that the show does is showing how hard it is for him to really integrate with the new society, with how introverted he is, the nightmares that he has of his past that are really affecting him. Like if you look at his place, his play, his apartment had like no furniture. He has a mattress on and a floor, TV. Yeah, yeah. Mattress on the floor and a TV. And Ying, his uh, his therapist also pointed it out again. Ying, the num the only numbers he had on his phone were his therapists and Sam's. Yeah. So, like it's clear that this guy has not been making friends. And you, we even see it like how awkward he is when he goes on that date that Mister Nakajima, the old Japanese man, 
helped him get up with the waitress at the at this restaurant. And you see how awkward he is and how how detached he seems from the present day world. And it it's it must it really makes the fact that he still has all these troubles from his past weighing on him a lot harder. And yeah, do you guys have anything else to say first? Yeah, well, I think there's there's a lot of things that really stack up on each other, right? Like I think Frass pretty like put it pretty well, like in a sense that his he was established as like this is outgoing human being, right? Like he was just having fun with with who he was. If anything, he was he was that extroverted support character that really made sure that Steve did stuff, right? When he was like socializing, was actively trying to be present and stuff like that. And I, I think that's how like, the the character of Steve really helps. Uh, humanize Bucky because he's that he's that friend that like we look up to the best older brother figure um, and then for it to just shrink down to just you know to what he becomes right like it's just so disheartening and it, it, it really does have like that greater impact in, in seeing that yeah he, like despite like not just the war but you know the winter soldier arc of his life really took like a huge turn and taking a backseat from your life, not being in control of your own life for like a good chunk and being thrown into like the future essentially because like, you know, I guess the 40s was the only time he was still Bucky and suddenly now it's like, you know, uh, 2021 and then he's just like, what's going on, right? And he has to just familiarize himself. Like everyone he knows is dead. All of the friends that he's made are dead and he's reached that point where he's just, he's just confused. And I, I think that's really the advantage that the, it, the TV show gives us right, like it really characterizes Bucky and it shows us, like how how great it is. Like I would even argue that I I think uh, having having Cap having Steve having Steve uh, Rogers in the story made it difficult to to really humanize uh, Bucky further because like he would always take a backseat and you know Captain America was the focus, and uh, but at the same time like I think their struggles like. Their struggles also took a backseat. Like I, I it, we kind of talked about this beforehand already. Uh, but you know how, for for Steve Rogers, it's always the butt of the joke. Like how old he is and how you know misplaced he is in in the timeline. He's like he's like mindset forties, and then he even has that notebook with like the list and everything. Uh, it, it's funny, but it's used as a comedic trope rather than a, a you know a point of trauma. And whereas. It, it would be it would probably be some sort of trauma right being just being thrown into an area suddenly with like touch screens and whatever and then he just has to get used to it like uh in winter soldier like cap cap really just wanted to become a soldier again as well like he just wanted to, to uh fight for something he believed in and that was pretty much it but then in winter soldier like it's explored like that certain gray area and that really conflicts with his black and white persona and then that's kind of, that that idea reflects onto Bucky as well. Like for him, uh, it's not just a matter of uh, you know of what he knows, but then it becomes like this really gray area of understanding what he actually values and what he doesn't value. And now that Cap's out of the picture, now that Steve's out of the picture, we get like this better idea of like really what he perceives and what he sees. Yeah, and then like just going back to that thing. Like really emphasize that on that Steve's like out of the picture and all. I guess. I mean, if you watched Endgame, you already know that Caps that uh, Steve Rogers is very much not involved anymore. And I think yeah. you know if you think about that, Steve was Bucky's last um, attachment to the world that he used to know to what it meant to be Bucky. 
yeah and, exactly and i think you know and i mean of course like yes there's there is like a slight separation between steve rogers and captain america but at the end of the day captain america is steve rogers and you know we we see like how bucky is so attached to that person because in with the introduction of walker who takes up the mantle of captain america when sam uh decides to hand over to the shield to the government yeah. instead of instead of becoming Captain America himself, like, we see how, how angry Bucky is that why didn't Sam take up the shield? This guy, uh, this guy's not, this guy shouldn't be Captain America. And like, you, I think it's, he, Bucky says something really powerful in that, uh, in that scene in the interrogation room with the, in the police station with him and Sam, where he just tells Sam that if he was wrong about you, then he was wrong about me. In the sense that if, uh, Steve was wrong about picking Sam to be the next Me- Captain America. Then he was wrong about Bucky, and I think you you really see how attached Bucky's self identity was to Steve in a way in that yeah. sense, because like all these things that Bucky has gone the being the Winter Soldier, having people save him uh, when all the authorities were coming after him, Let's getting to be yeah. yeah going getting back getting to stay in Wakanda and re- recover there and all and all that stuff and even now having been pardoned and everything like, like in the way that I kind of interpret that is like if he was if Steve was wrong about that then he was essentially wrong about saving Bucky and that's so in te- in important to his character that it's really it, it was a really powerful thing for him to say but it also really emphasizes just how much he was how just how important and how attached he was to Steve, but also just how much being the Winter Soldier has really messed with Bucky as a person. Yeah. Yeah, and I think like from from the show itself, like th- there's that certain level of characterization that we don't really see from from before. Like, uh, I well just to go back to my earlier point and like uh, what Miko kind of emphasized already was that. You know, it's really difficult. Like, I think it was necessary to drop Steve from the picture, right? Because finally, Bucky's able to to lose that part of the past and really move forward with his life. Because that's what Steve did, right? Like, you could argue that for Captain America, going in the past... I mean, going in the past is like a bad metaphor, but essentially, that's what he did. Like, he, he really let go of whatever, and he then he just accepted that, I oh, I can actually get into the past and live my life, right? And then let go of what get, what is to come, and you know, being able to let go and sort of give the shield to Sam was like that moving on, that level of moving on. Whereas for Bucky, he didn't really have that opportunity to go back into the past and reset. Um, but in the same way, like letting go of the past was letting go of Steve, and it's really adjusting with the with the new area. And I guess if you could say it, like, how does it, uh, how does that ground the character further, right? Like, how how, how does that help us? understand especially through the tv show i would argue only the tv show because some of the movies didn't really explore buggy's character as much but i guess the question here is uh how do you think the the tv show really uh emphasizes bucky's character how, how does it develop and how does it how does it make him a more relatable character for you guys like frass maybe you want to go Well, after, <laughs> after, yeah, now, after listening to 
to everything you guys are saying. The more I think about it, <laughs> the way Marvel handled Bucky and Captain America, like, I'm not giving shit or anything. I'm just saying, like, it's, it's a funny thought. Like, they were just like, all right, so Captain America's from the 40s. So how are we going to handle him going into the future? Oh, let's make it comedic. Let's put some laughs into it. All right. Then for Bucky. All right, we're bringing Bucky into the present. How are we going to do this? Let's make it fucking sad, dude. Let's make it sad. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I mean, like Steve gets all the old man jokes, and then yeah, yeah. freaking freaking Bucky's just like, dude, the displacement jokes. Hard. <laughs> <laughs> hard. No, but like, I th- I think what what makes Bucky um relatable in the show, I think the most part is really. Really, just confronting your demons. I mean, that's that's probably like the most for me, uh, the most relatable thing that a lot of people can go through. A lot of people have guilt over what they've done in the past, and a lot of people try to try to cope with all these things in in such different ways. And one of the hardest things, to, like, is confronting, you know, confronting. Sorry, confrontating. What the fuck? Confronting. Um, you know these people that you've hurt i mean how hard is it to honestly walk up to someone and say i'm sorry well as for bucky his was like i killed your son <laughs> sorry i killed your son <laughs> i'm sorry like shit that, yeah. that's that's tough that, that's big like for, for us i mean like it's, it's like you know the the situation is not Us. but you know we've we've uh, like really like had to to deal with like trying to apologize and trying to forgive people for for the things that happen in our lives and that's honestly the most human and relatable aspect that Bucky has for me and I really dig and it, it just really adds up a lot because when when you do watch Bucky and uh, Bucky and the Winter Soldier, that's what this is. But yeah, go ahead. This is, but um, the way Falcon and the Winter Soldier does it is that with everything that you you see Bucky go through, and you know the one flashback that you do, um, what you call this, uh, see Bucky struggle with. It adds a lot more to when you rewatch, you know, um, Bucky's story go from Captain America: The First Avenger all the way to the present. Because yeah. I think the I think the most notable is when when Captain America, Iron Man, and Bucky are fighting. There's that moment where where Iron Man goes, uh, "Do you remember them?" In reference to, do you remember killing my parents? Yeah. And Bucky straight up goes, I remember, I remember all of them. Yeah. And the fact that we see this flashback, you're just like, shit, Bucky really remembers all of them. And, and you know, if you look back at the Winter Soldier and then you see that the the amount of news reports that were that were pop, popping up when when Black Widow and Steve were trying to to look up who the Winter Soldier is. You see all the crimes that the Winter Soldier's committed and you're just like, oh damn, thinking about it now. Bucky also remembers this, he remembers that, he remembers all these all these crimes that he's he's done. And he never had any say 
or had any choice in in going against it. He was really just, you know, put back to sleep, wake up, it's time for a mission, go back to sleep, wake up, it's time for another mission. Yeah. And seeing seeing how how Bucky is in Falcon and the Winter Soldier, it's it's a tough it's a tough struggle because doesn't have Steve anymore. He's alone, doesn't have friends at all. And he has a mind that he's still, you know, that he's still scared of. He knows that he is this weapon, that this past of his, like, identifies him as that. And he wants to be, he wants to stray away from this, from this identity. He doesn't want to be, he, he, he said it to, to, to Sam, right? What you call this? Um, what you call this? What was what's that line that 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 Sam ended up making fun of? You know, making fun of Bucky for like White Panther, right? And then so, like um, White Wolf. Bucky straight up goes, "It's White Wolf." So you you see that the White Wolf, yes. So you see that that you know, that Bucky um doesn't wanna like be the Winter Soldier anymore. He really like wants to take that route in being the the White Wolf. So so there. That's what. I gotta say about Bucky, yeah, being really relatable. Yeah, I I I think no man like to kind of like go on like talk about his journey in the show. It's more like at the start of the show, he's like clearly down and he's worse, and you know, like he's really sad essentially. Yeah, and <laughs> you as like I think when they're at uh, Sam's house, um, and they have that really deep talk before the the shield montage yeah, um, for the workout <laughs> yeah uh, he and sam like is really talking to him and like and they're like talking about bucky's problems himself it's like it's really a step for bucky because he hasn't been very open with any with a lot of people regarding these problems he hasn't really tried to tackle them in a way that would lead to healing as sam puts out like all he's been doing to try to take care of these problems and cross these names off the off the off the list. Like, yeah, see. He's been he's been avenging. He hasn't been healing. And I think like a big like a big moment of showing that he's truly healing from what has happened to him is you know, when he decides to let Zemo live instead of, you know, just shooting him. And I, I think like a big part of that is it's a lot about self forgiveness. Like it's it's not like he's forgiving what he did as a as the Winter Soldier, like all those people he's killed, like he's already been part of, and like the the heroes accept him and all that, and the the world has welcomed him back. But he hasn't. But he, but it's over this course of the show that he's been able to forgive that part of him. And not only did he forgive himself, but he, as you know, Crass mentioned, he, he confronted um, his past. Uh, you know, as we mentioned with the old. The Mr. Nakajima, whose uh, whose son that Bucky killed, like he went up, he went up to him, and instead of just trying to make amends somehow, he directly tackled that um, that situation, that that encounter, to, for himself to help him get through that. And I think that's something that you know we really see throughout the show is, yeah, Bucky has trauma. Bucky is there's a lot that Bucky has to go through, but we're seeing. What what I like to think when I see the show is a man who's slowly beginning to forgive himself and also take the steps 
towards moving forward. I mean, of course, like with the show, like towards the end, it it makes it really look like that he's gotten through a lot of these problems. But I hope that they at least like try to give a little nod here and there that he's still going through some stuff. Because like, but as we've seen with the show, he's slowly taking the steps. He's talking with Sam. He's hanging out with his family. He's ha- he's having fun with them. Um, he he was honest with Mr. Nakajima. He's and you know in the end, I think. He finally saw himself as a hero, like as in the end when he uh, saved all those politicians from the van, and they were. Thinking, it was like, I'm not. He wasn't the Winter Soldier in that moment. He was a hero to the people. Yeah. In that moment, and I think that's also like a good sign of. He's he doesn't have to be about killing people anymore. He doesn't have to be a soldier anymore. He can move on to that, and become a hero as well yeah. I, i honestly like really like how uh the last episode you know did bucky because uh it, it it's really it's it's really the uh how do i how do i say this it's just like it's just a really satisfying thing to see like yeah, when when he's walking when he's walking past the guards and they say sergeant barnes and you're just like Actually, fuck yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that was cool <laughs> that, that was a really cool, cool moment yeah, yeah. Really like cool. no problem not, come in <laughs> yeah little nod but like you know he's he's still he's got he's still got that respect with with you know the officers like they're just like sergeant barnes and and like you know me as a fan and seeing like how how bucky's gone through all this i'm just like fuck yeah this is good okay yeah. cool bucky and then and you know for you know civil war moving forward you really see this tired um you know that tired scruffy looking dude who probably like hasn't slept for ages and doesn't know like what to do moving forward and probably walking around people probably like you know it's a struggle for him because like you know do people know that he's the winter soldier will people run away if they see him and all that and For for that moment, as what Miko said, where where Bucky saves the politicians, that's such a huge moment because it, no no one no one straight up goes like you saved their lives, you're a hero, blah blah. But it's just just that simple shake of hands, thank you, thank you, and you know, and these people people are saved. You know, you get the close up on Bucky that he's processing like, wow, I'm a hero. <laughs> I'm a he- I'm you know I'm a hero I I, I saved you know I, I saved them like finally doing something that I really feel like is my purpose in this in this world to help people out right and even even the the showrunner the um of Falcon and the Winter Soldier said it himself na he he thought that moment didn't didn't come off as as big and i guess maybe that's because it wasn't talked about a lot on social media but honestly i think that that you know for for people who who were really interested with with bucky's character they they really took that as a as a big moment to see that bucky did save civilian lives and didn't you know didn't kill them and that that's something that bucky has been struggling to to understand like am i am i still this murdering machine is this still who who I am deep inside or can I can I still walk along the lines of you know Captain America and and be uh be a hero to these people can people look up to me 
and and all that and honestly the the last episode was like a great way to show that especially the fact that that when we do see bucky at the ending of the show it it's 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 back to it's it's not the same bucky but like it's the closest thing we got to when we see bucky in the first avenger like if you're watching his story on a, on a on a straight binge you it's it's so it's such a big uh, not a, not a big thing but such a it's such a such a great thing to see yeah. such a great a great thing to see that you know that this character who who's who's crumbled down in the middle of his storyline is finally back up on his feet and almost and 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 is being charismatic and talking with people like we see we see bucky hitting on sam's sister like we're just like that's the bucky i know from the first avenger the, the freaking you know <laughs> the, mo- the most human oh, you know, the guy the guy was you know just just yeah. hanging out and, and just being being a fun time with with the, with the people that he likes being around and and you see and you see that that last shot, right? The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, where it's him and Sam just looking at the horizon and then walking back to the party. You know, Bucky's Bucky's finally not alone. He's not with Steve, but but he's he's with you know the person that that Steve trusted most, and you know who he chose to become Captain America. And you can you can now see like you know see in that scene back in episode two when he says like if he's wrong about if he's wrong about you, then he's wrong about me. Now you can see that that no, Steve was right. No, Steve had faith <laughs> yeah. on, on both of them, and you know he he made made the right choice. And now look, you, you see them in this the, in this in this light, and it it's it for me. It makes me wonder like what's what's next for for Bucky's character because now that we see a man who has who has forgiven himself and accepted and learned how to 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 handle his 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 own you, you it's exciting to see what will this guy do next you know how will he how will he rise up higher than 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 ever before yeah and I think that's a really awesome way to sort of cap off this entire discussion I, I think I see um, what you did there cap off get it because there's no more cap yeah, he came back, Please so don't. Cap back, because <laughs> Cap's actually back. back. But I got you, bro. I got you. The anyway, again, to cap off this discussion. I think it's more of just like a, it's really an appreciation of Bucky's character and what they've been able to do for him. Like considering what they didn't do for him the entire time up until the TV show, right? And it really just solidified that hey, Bucky's really close. Like he's not there. Like, as you said, like, he's not the Bucky that you met in First Avenger, but he's getting there. He's really close. He's so much more comfortable with who he is than ever before, I think. Uh, like, we, we already talked about it. Like, the Wakandan, like, vibranium can only go so far. <laughs> the Wakandan Magic yeah. Express can only go so far. It can take out the brainwashing, but it doesn't remove the trauma. And that's really reflective of, you know, how a lot of uh, mental health issues, if you had to go that way, like, that's how a lot of it works, right? Like, it's really a process like it's something you have to live with and accept but to a certain degree that you can actually work with it work alongside people and the main point there is really you don't have to do it alone like bucky had a therapist like i think that's such a great thing like 
for for kids especially who like watch these shows and for you know teenagers who enjoy this like us uh, i mean adults uh who enjoy this uh there's like that certain degree of just saying that this is a superhero this is a guy who can like you know carry a truck and throw it or you know help someone get out of a truck uh which is what he did in the last episode uh but he has a therapist right and he has like that certain degree of like of, of healing he has that support group of people that that he needs like you emphasizing the fact that you don't need to do it alone and the fact that he was able to go beyond that you know self-hate and self-doubt with the help of other people means that you know sometimes you just got to reach out and on that note thank you so much i i, I think that's all we have for today in regards to Bucky. Again, we're super uh, excited. We're super grateful for the TV show, at least on my end. Like, I really did love it. And I think with that, we can just uh, put a pin on Bucky's story until we see what the MCU decides to do next. So, thanks for oh, listening. Yeah. Tough stuff. Oh, hey, you're still here. Thanks for listening in. This podcast is really a way for us to share our ideas and we have a lot of fun with it. We hope you did too. Feel free to comment your favorite part, any insights you've had while listening in, or maybe even a character for us to review. You never know, your suggestion might be the next one. But that's it for this episode. 